Hey everyone, welcome to the show. I have a bunch of updates about investigations into Donald Trump and his allies. There was a lot of late breaking news this morning and last night. So first, one of Trump's friends and potential co-conspirators could end up behind bars even before a January 6th trial takes place. Patrick Byrne, as you guys might know, he's often referred to as the overstock guy. He was the CEO of that company before it was revealed that he had a romantic relationship with Russian spy Maria Butina. Remember her? She had a, a relationship with a lot of people in the Republican Party. Um, and so he was forced to step down. Anyway, you guys might recall Byrne took part in that batshit crazy meeting in the Oval Office in December of 2020. We don't know exactly what his legal exposure might be, but he was definitely involved in some degree of the planning of everything that went down. Well, this rocket scientist just threatened special counsel Jack Smith in writing. In response to a tweet about potential evidence against Jack Smith and his investigation of Trump, Burns wrote, quote, it might also come down to what I have on Jack Smith. On a previous stop on his journey, Jack was a very naughty boy and was videotaped in his naughtiness. He doesn't know that yet, but I suppose he does now. So first of all, these stable geniuses don't realize that this isn't his first rodeo, right? Jack Smith has prosecuted the worst of the worst. And if those people couldn't come up with anything to stop him or to take him down, good luck with that overstock guy. <laughs> um, second, if Byrne is trying to halt the Trump investigation by threatening Jack Smith, couldn't that be considered extortion in a way, or at the very least obstruction of justice? So, you know, even if Byrne wasn't facing prosecution before, he just put a big old bullseye on his forehead. Good luck, like I said. Um, and speaking of threats, Trump shared a post on Truth Social that someone else created. It was a video, but he obviously endorses the sentiment. The video shows a black and white close-up of Trump's face, like Halloween scary here. Um, and then you hear Trump's voice saying, quote, if you fuck around with us, if you do something bad to us, we are going to do things to you that have never been done before. Now, these were Trump's own words. This wasn't computer generated. This wasn't AI. Um, but when he made that statement, it had nothing to do with what's going on right now. The threat is clear, though, right? So let's just hope the FBI has eyes on whomever it was that created that video. And let's hope that, you know, judges start taking this more seriously. In the meantime, Jack Smith is continuing his investigation. A man named William Russell was seen at the DC federal courthouse on Thursday. Russell worked in the White House. He was a special assistant to Trump, also a deputy director of presidential advance operations. Basically, the guy carried shit for Trump. <laughs> That's what it is, right? He continued on with Trump, though, after his presidency ended as well. So he could have information on a lot of different things. But mostly what everyone believes and suspects is that he has been a key witness 
in the January 6th case because he was with Trump on January 6th. As everything was going down, he was right there with him. And this wasn't his first appearance before the grand jury, so that's very interesting. Um, you know, he's gone in multiple times, so it seems like they're kind of tying up loose ends or maybe trying to confirm things that came that have come up at the last minute in recent days. In addition to Russell, there were also two data experts who were scheduled to testify on Thursday. These people are people who worked with Trump and his team. And then the special counsels also said to have requested that Bernie Carrick appear for an interview. They're currently in negotiations, is what word was this morning. They're, you know, trying to work out and ferret out all the, the parameters of his appearance if he is going to make one. Um, Carrick, you guys might know, he's a Trump minion. He worked very closely with Rudy Giuliani to try to keep Trump in office. So he knows where all the bodies are buried as well, or at least a good deal of them. Also, last night, Rolling Stone reported that the special counsel is really pressing witnesses about all of those meetings with Trump's allies at the Willard Hotel. So that was the place that they referred to as the war room. They, uh, some people have called it crime headquarters. So they have been grilling people like Rudy Giuliani and others about what was discussed in these meetings. And they say that they plan to call even more witnesses to push for more details. So I would say I don't think we're going to see an indictment next week because of this. I think it might be a couple weeks out. And then remember, in regard to these meetings at the Willard Hotel, Eastman and others took, or at least Eastman, I, I can't say definitively, I don't remember for sure, but I know for a fact, Eastman took the fifth. He said, I don't want to answer these questions about what took place at the Willard Hotel because I don't want to incriminate myself. So there was clearly some shady stuff going down at that hotel. <laughs> um, in classified documents news, Judge Eileen Cannon has scheduled the trial for May 20th of 2024. As noted by the Washington Post, the primaries will be all but done by that time. But Cannon is saying that there's, quote, exceedingly voluminous discovery material. She says that, you know, they have to have time to review that. Legal experts are saying that is a bunch of BS. This is a very simple case. It's just a matter of determining what you can and can't show to the jury because of the level of classification. Um, so it's difficult to know, you know, is Cannon still playing for Trump's team or is she just out of her depth? Is she just so, you know, inexperienced because she has no experience in these types of cases? Um, in regard to the Georgia investigation, and the imminent indictments there, this is some really big news. The Guardian spoke with sources who say that the district attorney, Fonnie Willis, is going to be bringing a sprawling racketeering case. And they said it is, quote, predicated on statutes related to influencing witnesses and computer trespass. They also say that even though Coffee County, Georgia, lies outside of her jurisdiction, the racketeering statute allows her to charge Trump allies who broke into that county's election equipment as part of a broad conspiracy. So that's the benefit of going with racketeering, with the RICO charge. Trump knows when it comes down to it, these local yokels who committed crimes on his behalf, 
they are not going to be willing to go to prison for him. They're going to sing like canaries. They're going to spill the beans. They're going to spill the tea. That's why I believe his legal team is still freaking out. They have once again filed a 650-page motion just today to try to stop Willis from bringing charges. As I mentioned the other day, Trump's team filed a very desperate plea to try to stop Willis with the Fulton County Superior Court. They also filed with the Supreme Court of Georgia, but the Georgia Supreme Court kicked them to the curb. They said, no, sorry, you have no case. You have no reason to stop this. Well, the Fulton County Superior Court has yet to rule on Trump's request. So based on this new filing by Trump, the Superior Court case has now been reassigned to a judge outside of Fulton County, Georgia. I think they just want to make sure that it doesn't look like the Fulton County DA is, you know, getting favors or getting special treatment and they're ruling in her favor because it's her county. So I will let you know what goes down with that, what happens there. In other Trump news, Michael Cohen has reportedly settled his lawsuit with the Trump Organization. They settled for an undisclosed amount, and this was all based on the lawsuit that Cohen brought. He was suing the corporation for $1.3 million in unpaid legal fees. And the trial was scheduled to begin this coming Monday in New York. So... They settled it. He said that everybody is happy with what they walked away with. I guess Trump figured I got to get rid of one legal headache, get it off of my plate. Um, but in another case with Cohen, you guys might remember, Trump is suing him for allegedly violating attorney-client privilege. Well, that judge has just ruled that Trump's deposition should be temporarily sealed as well as other evidence until the judge has a, a chance to figure out, you know, sift through and determine what can and can't be made public. The reason being is that Trump's attorneys argued that if the documents and Trump's testimony is made public, it'll reveal even more attorney-client privilege information than what has already been put out there by Cohen. That's their argument. But his attorney is trying to keep other things under seal that have nothing to do with attorney-client privilege. So things like texts and emails between Trump and Melania, and then texts between Trump and Stormy Daniels, which is really interesting because I didn't know that texts like that even existed. Anyway, the judge said he's going to consider all of these arguments. He probably will render a decision or possibly, I should say, when they meet again, which will be on August 17th. So that is all I have for now, at least, guys. I will keep you posted on all of this. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please like, please share, please subscribe, please become a donor if you can. Links are down below in the description box on YouTube and the podcast. Have a great weekend. Love you all. Take care and I'll talk with you soon.